Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Alibaba has been on a slump for the last year and a half. This upcoming earnings call is going to be huge. They're coming off an earnings where they had major disappointments, where they gave guidance, where they guided their uh, future growth lower, as well as a disappointment on their net income, where they used to be a cash cow. So moving forward, we want to look at what Alibaba can control in their upcoming earnings and what we want to see them execute against. Now I'm going to talk about each one of these points into further detail, but the main things I'll be looking for in Q3 of 2022 is whether or not Alibaba beat or missed on earnings, their growth for Q3 and Q4 and future guidance, um, uh, financial strength, especially on the net income as they kind of lost some of their cash cow type qualities with their really weak, uh, really weak net income last quarter and growing active user count. Not many people talk about this, but it is going to be important moving forward to continue to see that growth there and cloud expectations. This is a, a really big hot topic and the share repurchase status um, that they increased from 10 to $15 billion back in August. Now, this is very basic, but essentially we need Alibaba to meet uh, analyst expectations in order to get any sort of traction with the name. Now, on the earnings per share side, they have them at normalized EPS of $2.54 and GAAP EPS of $1.71 and revenue at 38.74. Now, that 38.74, as I'll talk about a little earlier, is actually a little projected higher, in my opinion, than that 20 to 23% growth that Alibaba um, guided for full year 2022. So that's something you need to keep in mind. However, just keep that in mind that even if... <laughs> Even if they come in lower than that and Alibaba guided to something lower and they come off with something, let's say, 36 billion, that's going to be a disappointment and the stock will probably react to that in a, you know, in a downward trend. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I think Alibaba is going to probably get close to this number, um, but we would like to see double green here. We would like to see them beat on both earnings per share and revenue in order for them to get any, any sort of out of this uh, downtrend that they've been in for over a year and a half. Now, just to remind everybody what happened in Q2, Alibaba missed by about 5% on earnings per share or a 9% or 9 cent miss. And on revenue, they've missed by about a billion dollars or about two, two, two and a half percent. Now, growth expectations are going to be huge for Alibaba. Everyone was surprised in Q2 when Alibaba gave guidance of 20 to 23 percent. Now, I think if we see Alibaba on the upper end of that range of 20 to 23 percent, things are going to be more positive. And if they are on track to exceed that, things are going to be even more positive. But we see them uh, on the lower end of that spectrum or, God forbid, even lower than 20 percent. There are going to be, uh, you know, major problems moving forward with Alibaba, especially from a buyer's perspective. There's going to be some massive selling if we see that. Now, based off of what I'm looking at, um, if we look at their 2021 revenue at 107 billion and uh, we use that 20 to 23%, we're going to need to see them in a band of 128 to 131.6 billion. So after two quarters, they have 62.98. That's their June and September quarter. And their average needs for, for Q3 and Q4 needs to be 32.7 to 34.3. Now, analysts have them at 38.74 billion for Q4, or sorry, for Q3, this upcoming earnings on the 20, uh, 24th of February. And um, one thing that I did want to note was there is a pretty big difference between their December quarters and their, uh, their March quarters. So that'll be Q4. 
So uh, March of 2022 will be their Q4. And there's about a 15% difference between um, their last. So I use that kind of as an estimate. So based off of what I'm looking at, analysts still have them estimated around 134 billion. So out, uh, you know, a little bit above where their uh, revenue estimates were guided for 2022. So that is a little bit of a concern for me, but based off of if they're able to hit that 38.74, I meant to put 74 here, there that leaves them at with about 30 billion that they need to hit in March of 2022. Now, based off of what I see on here, if they um, only make $30 billion in Q2, or sorry, Q4 of 2021, I think we're going to see problems because we're going to see our even slower growth rate March over March. Now you can see that, you know, there's a good growth quarter over quarter in each of these um, sections. So um, I guess I'm, I guess I'm concerned here because 38.74 seems a little bit high if we expect any growth whatsoever between March of 2021 uh, and March of 2022. So I'm a little bit concerned here, but if Alibaba is able to deliver, at least at this earnings, like inside of this small small window, um, and at least exceeds or hits or exceeds this revenue estimate of 38.74, that's gonna at least be good guidance um, and, and, and it'll be good for the stock. One last thing I want to note here, and this is for more long-term investors and preparing mentally for what might happen with Alibaba moving forward, is if you're looking at this 38.74 um, versus their quarter over quarter, it's going to be around 15%, 14-15% growth. Now, if you're thinking about what is their fiscal year 2023 going to look at, well, that's a, only a year and a half away from them being done with their fiscal 2023. You can start to think about yourself is if that Q4 is only growing around 15%, what are the other grow what are the other quarters going to be growing at? Um, I would probably guess somewhere less than 20%. So if you are, you know, doing a DCF, doing your valuations on Alibaba, I would definitely take that into consideration and really think about what Alibaba is going to grow at moving forward. Now, one of the things you could always count on Alibaba for was them essentially being a cash cow over the years. Now, over the last quarter, they had some investments and that caused their uh, diluted earnings per share to go down and net income as well. And that was one, one big thing for me. I, I think people were more concerned with the growth aspects, but moving forward, we're gonna want to see them move back to where they were. You can see these net income uh numbers are quite large seven billion you see one outlier here of negative and then 12 four six you know there's another outlier here but my point is um you know alibaba has been a cash cow for for many many years now and we're going to want to see them start again getting the earnings per share up if the company's not returning you know value back to shareholders and they're not continuing to grow at the rate at which they were, you know, 30% plus, you know, they're really going to need to deliver at least at this level. Now, something that people don't talk about a lot is just making sure that their active user growth continues. Now, again, it's not going to grow at a huge rate. They have like 1.2 billion active users. And so you want that to grow basically at a rate around where they were growing in the previous quarter. 
So somewhere around half of a percent would be sufficient. I think even 0.4% would be sufficient with, to not cause a panic. But if we saw something, for example, like maybe Facebook, we saw an, a decrease in the number of users in China, that could cause some uh, panic inside of, um, you know, maybe some competition is heating up and Alibaba might be losing market share. Those are some of the things that you would want to be looking out for that could cause a panic around Alibaba. But I think if we see growth in the name around 0.4 at least or higher, um, you know, this will just be, you know, one other data point on the earnings that won't mean anything. But if you do see something where there's either decelerating growth uh, that's drastic or decreasing growth, which is the more concerning piece, that's something you're going to want to pay attention to. Next up, I want to talk about cloud growth. Now, I don't think 40% is realistic for this quarter, but if we did see that, that is going to be very exciting. Uh, I think somewhere around 33% and above is going to be probably more realistic and not enough to cause any panic or worry. But I think if we see less than 30%, it will cause some trouble. This is going to be one of the names, uh, or sorry, one of the key areas for Alibaba to continue to grow further. This is, again, if you're looking at Amazon as a example here, this is where Amazon really makes a lot of their net income uh, because it's a high margin business. So you're gonna wanna see this business continue to grow um, and that would add a lot of value for shareholders, even if their core commerce group uh, started uh, decelerating in growth, you could see um, if cloud growth continues the way um, investors are hoping it will, um, you could see continued increase um, earnings per share growth at the previous rates, but um, you know revenue could slow down. Just Next up, I wanna talk about share repurchasing. So on August 3rd of 2021, increased their buyback for FY 2022 from $10 billion to $15 billion. In Q1, they spent $3.7 billion. In Q2, they spent $5.15, and they have about $6.15 billion remaining. So what do we want to see in Q3 of Alibaba's uh, buybacks? So one of the things that I would love to see is if Alibaba said, you know what, we're going to increase that to $20 billion or whatever, um, mainly because Alibaba is a, a multi-year low. We're almost four years, um, four years low, and if they go any lower, they could get to five-year low um, if it continued to go at the rate it, it was going a few months ago. So my point is, is that at this point, it seems like they have enough cash. They have very good... Um, they, they, it's not like they have to go leverage themselves um, to go out and get it. And even if they did you know, go and borrow money to buy back shares, that would actually be a pretty decent rate of return if we saw the shares shoot up, right? I mean, my point being on this is that Alibaba, um, this is a great time. This is a great example of when management should recognize when to buy back shares. And so um, I'm glad that they reauthorized, or I'm glad they authorized more shares. Um, it would be great if they authorized more. However, I'm not sure if it's very likely based off of we've already seen them increase at once. Now, the thing that we want to see here is execution on that share buyback program. So I'm hoping that they can get it um, for around 140. I think that would be good. Regular timing, I think it would just be basically them setting an average over the course. So it was up at 170 at point during Q2 of 2021 or, yeah, whatever q2 of 2022 for them 
and uh, all the way down to 110. So if we could see them purchase an average around 140, basically they just they you know averaged it over the time. And anything lower than 140, they did a really good job at timing it. So I think uh, at around $120 a share, they did an excellent excellent job. If it's around 160, they did a really bad job of timing the purchases uh, of the stock. So. Um, I'm hoping it's not anywhere near 160. Now, I don't know if anyone's going to actually react to this, but it really would be disappointing to see management um, really goof that up by just not averaging out. Uh, you know, hindsight's 2020, but still, I mean, you really, I mean, there's a big difference between 160 and 130, $120 a share there, right? So, um, my point is on the buybacks moving forward for, for Q3. I'm hoping that they spend um, a little over $3.5 billion. And if they authorize more shares for fiscal 2022, I'm hoping it's in excess of $5 billion. Now, just to clarify there, I'm saying it's a good buy for management because it's their own stock and they're at a multi-year low. That is not a buy recommendation for any individual investor whatsoever. So those are the key things that we need to see Alibaba execute on during their Q3 results on February 21st. We're gonna to wanna to see them beat on earnings. We're gonna to wanna to see growth on the upper band of the guidance of around 23%. We're gonna to wanna to see their financial strength and their net income, kind of getting back to that cash cow type status that they were at before. We're gonna to wanna to see their active user count remain at an acceler remain on an uptrend and not see any deceleration or God forbid, a um, decline in um, active users. Next, we're going to want to see the, the cloud expectations really become a reality. There's a lot of challenges there, and a lot of people are going to dive right into that section first. And then lastly, on the share repurchases, I'm hoping management is really taking advantage of this opportunity to buy back their shares at multi-year lows and really driving home value for shareholders. So when Alibaba reports their earnings on the 24th, I will be doing an updated stock analysis. I will be giving you my latest update on Alibaba. So if you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. Also, if you wanna know in a complete timeline on Alibaba over the last year and a half, go ahead and click the link right here. Thank you so much for watching. Frank Finance, out.